0: Welcome to worship at Providence Presbyterian Church on this Sunday, March 28, 2021. We are located at 2401 Broad Avenue. Today marks the beginning of Holy Week. As is our tradition, we will observe the Sacrament of the Last Supper this Thursday, April 1st, as part of our Monday-Thursday worship service. To those of you who listen via our podcast, pre-filled communion cups can be picked up at the church office this week during our usual office hours. We're looking to assemble a group willing to take turns filling the water tanks in the community garden. Weather and rainfall certainly influence how often this is needed. Estimating about 90 minutes two to three times per season, depending on the number of volunteers. If willing to serve, please contact Jane Yerche. Thanks. Beginning on Sunday, April 11th, the church's nursery and junior church program will be up and running again. We are excited to welcome the children back. The nursery will be operational for the entire worship service for children through 5 years old. Junior church for children through 5th grade will begin after the special music. The fellowship team is scheduling two card-making classes instructed by Carol Adams and Kathy Braun. The dates are Wednesday, April 28th at 10 a.m. and Thursday, April 29th at 6 p.m. The cost is $3 per person for three cards. Please bring fine pointed scissors. Sign up in Fellowship Hall by Sunday, April 18th. Please pay either Kathy or Carol. Masks are required. Snacks will not be provided, but you may bring your own. We thank those of you who are currently able to support the church with your offerings. It truly is a blessing in enabling us to keep current in paying church expenses. Now, let us prepare our hearts for worship as we listen to the prelude.
1: Together in our call to worship. Blessed is the coming kingdom. Hosanna in the highest. Let us pray. God of salvation, our Lord entered his passion to raise us to life. In this holiest of weeks, help us to walk the way of the cross, that we may be raised in a resurrection like his, and dwell forever in you, eternal God. Confess our sins to God, whose steadfast love endures forever. Let us join in our prayer of confession. We confess that we have sinned, and although we would like to deny it, we have forsaken you. We are horrified by the suffering we cause to you, ourselves, and the world you have created. Open the gates of your forgiveness. Restore us in your love, for the sake of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord God helps us. We will not be disgraced. The Lord God helps us. Who can declare us guilty? Sisters and brothers, beyond the shadow of doubt, your sins are forgiven. By the mercy of Christ, let us stand together, forgiven and free. As we prepare to hear God's word, let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, source of all life. As we hear again the story of the Passion, let the same mind be in us that was in Christ, who was a servant that we might be free. Awaken our ears, open our hearts, and sustain the weary with your word. Amen. Our Old Testament reading this morning comes from the Book of Psalms, Psalm 118, verses 1 and 2, and 19 through 29. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Let Israel say, His love endures forever. Open for me the gates of the righteous, I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, through which the righteous may enter. I will give you thanks, for you answered me. You have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The Lord has done it in this very day. Let us rejoice today, and be glad. Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord we bless you. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine on us. With bowels in hand, join in the festal procession up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Our New Testament lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verses 28 through 44. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethich and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a cold tide there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Say, The Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went, and found it just as the Lord had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs us. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When they came near the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, The crowd of disciples began to joyfully praise God in loud voices for the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said if you even you knew on this day what would bring you peace but now it is hidden from your eyes the days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side they will dash you to the ground you and your children within your walls they will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. Here ends our readings from God's word, and may he bless them to our hearts and our lives. Amen. Well, little Bobby listened attentively as his mother read aloud to him the story of the prodigal son from the Bible. Right up to the time of the happy ending, when the son returned and the father said, let us kill the fatty calf, "'and let us have a feast.' "'And the house was filled with music and dancing. "'Then Bobby suddenly burst into tears. "'Why, what's the matter, Bobby?' exclaimed his mother. "'Why are you crying?' "'I'm so sorry for the poor little calf,' he sobbed. "'He didn't do nothing wrong.' "'Here was a case when the expected emotion was to be joy. "'But the tender-hearted boy responded,' with unexpected sorrow, for he saw an aspect of tragedy in the story that no one else had even considered. The same thing happened on Palm Sunday, that first Palm Sunday when Jesus entered into the city of Jerusalem. It was the biggest uh, day of his life, uh, earthly life, when he comes to the Mount of Olives. He sends his disciples ahead of him to get this colt. They bring it to him. They put their cloaks on it and they begin to go down the hill to the city of Jerusalem. And, you know, the disciples put some of their cloaks on the donkey to form a a soft, soft saddle for him to sit on. But the crowds that came along with him, uh, threw their cloaks down ahead of him, uh, that the donkey would walk on. Uh, That was a common thing in Jesus's day. Uh, People would throw their cloaks down for people to walk on or for their animals to walk over. It was a sign of subservience, of acknowledging the person who was going to walk on the cloaks was someone who had higher authority and was deserving of higher respect. Uh, but also that day, it doesn't say in our reading from Luke, but in some of the other gospel accounts, it says that they c- cut palm branches and some of them were laid down on the road ahead of them and others were waved back and forth and the people cried out with great joy, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, blessed is the son of David, Hosanna. It was a day of rejoicing, a day of joy. In the, the with, among the crowds there entering the city of Jerusalem, uh, there was joy in that the Son of God was presenting Himself, their King to His people. Uh, the people were rejoicing, but the Pharisees they were grumbling. They uh, didn't like all this uh, ruckus. This uh, public acclaim of Jesus, they were afraid it would bring the Roman soldiers down on them. And so they asked him to make them, uh, the people be quiet, uh, particularly the children who were crying out, Hosanna to the Son of David in the temple courts. And the Pharisees said, well, hush them up quickly. And Jesus said, no, if I would make them be silent, the very rocks would cry out because it was a joyous day that the king was presenting himself to the people. But in the midst of all this joy, as Jesus approached the city, as he saw its walls and buildings ahead of him, he began to cry. Why, in the midst of this joyous celebration, was Jesus crying, was weeping, well, this was is not the only occasion on which the Bible mentions Jesus crying. It says he cried as he went to the grave of his friend Lazarus when Lazarus was dead, and they brought Jesus to the tomb, and and Mary was crying, and Martha was crying, and the crowds that were with him, the people that were coming, to him, were crying over the death of their brother, their friend Lazarus, and Jesus in compassion with us human beings in our sorrows, in our heartaches, uh, he feels our hurt. He knows the pain which we undergo, and so he wept with them. But that's not the kind of weeping that was going on today on Palm Sunday. No, this was a crying out of Jesus himself because he knew the city was missing what he was trying to do. He was trying to present himself as the Son of God, as the one who would come to save the people from their sins, that he would set them free from their bondage to sin and death. But the crowd didn't see it that way, for the most part. Rather, they saw Jesus was coming as a earthly king as a new david who would free the people from their roman domination that was symbolized by a couple things when we read this passage nowadays and hear that the people cried out hosanna that expression means save us and to us it's a religious uh, symbol asking about the forgiveness of sins but when the Jews of Jesus' day said, Hosanna. And they meant, save us from these Romans. Save us from their, denom- their domination over us. Give us the independence we had under David. And the palm branches were symbolic of victory, of the defeat of the enemies of Israel. Uh, the palm branches were, became an important part of Jewish society. Well, they've been there for a long time, but particularly about 160-some years before Jesus was born, uh, when there was the the, uh, occupation of Israel by the Syrians, you know, the Egyptian Syrians, and uh, they tried to outlaw the temple, and the Maccabees rose up and overthrew these people and gave Israel independence for about a hundred years till the Romans came. And the idea of palm, the palm branch became a symbol of Jewish uh, independence. And it was uh, palm branches were uh, inscribed on the coins of the Jewish nation. So when they're, I mean, yes, they it's right for them to be excited. It, it's right. Uh, the very stones would cry out in joy that Jesus, the Son of God, the King of Israel, was presenting himself to the people. But they were missing the real reason. They saw Jesus as coming to be a military leader, a one who would defeat the Romans. And when he didn't do that, they quickly turned their backs on him. Jesus was crying because he knew these people who were saying to him on Palm Sunday, Hosanna, Hosanna, that just in a few days they would be crying out, crucify, crucify, and would lend their approval to Jesus's death on the cross. That is why Jesus was crying that day. And as we remember Palm Sunday, we need to remember it both as a day of joy, but also a day of of sorrow because the crowds misunderstood the crowds missed the real reason for jesus entering jerusalem that day may we not make the same kind of mistake may we you know not miss what jesus wants to do in our lives he wants to forgive us of our sins he wants to enter into our lives and be our lord and he wants us to live in fellowship with him and to serve him, not only here on earth, but to be with him forever. And to him be the glory and honor forever and ever. Amen. Now let us join together in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son, our Lord the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us prepare our hearts for prayer. Jesus suffered death and rose to glory for the life of the world. Let us lift up our hearts in thanks to God and pray for the cures of the world, saying, Save us, O Lord, for your mercy is great. Holy God, your Son humbled himself even to death to show us the power of loving service. Guide those holding positions of power that their decisions give rise to the mutual flourishing of the world you so love. Save us, O Lord, for your mercy is great. Healing God, your Son, is betrayed and crucified in our violent world each day. Raise us to a new and rightly ordered world through the reconciling love of Christ, where all victims of violence, persecution, shame, or terror may stand together with you in peace. Save us, O Lord, for your mercy is great. Forsaken God, as your son suffered his cruel death on the cross, darkness covered the whole land. Enlighten us to care for your creation. Awaken us from our denial and abuse and help us to alleviate its suffering. Save us, O Lord, for your mercy is great. Grieving God, your son consoled others in life and in death. We pray for all who are distressed, broken, or sorrowful, that together with Christ in his suffering, we may be healed and raised to you. Save us, O Lord, for your mercy is great. Eternal God, your Son was lovingly cured for as he was laid to rest in a tomb. We remember before you those who have died and pray for those who will die today. Enfold them in your love, that they may rest and rise with Christ forever in his life. Say, O Lord, for your mercy is great. We ask all this in the name of Jesus, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now let us join together in that prayer Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. same mind be in you that was in christ jesus go forth in peace to love and serve the world may the blessing of god who surmounts evil bears our pain and lives in us forever fill you with a zeal for justice passion for peace this day and always amen
0: We thank you for worshiping with us today. We hope you have been blessed and God has been glorified. May you have a God-blessed week. We look forward to you joining us again next Sunday and invite your friends to listen.